Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have not one, but two phenomenal guests joining us this week. And I'm going to let Justin oh do God. the honors. We really do. So from the quarantine web series that we have been teasing for fucking months, <laughs> which is now officially called The Quarantine Files, Ooh. we have the stars of episode one, Michael, a.k.a. Mike Sherman and Carla Serrato. I did it right the second time. Yay! Yay! Wait, what do you yeah. mean the second time? <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. Very excited to have you guys here. Um, Before we jump into how awesome you two are, Doug has a little bit of housekeeping that we're going to just get to real quick. All right. Let's get through this because you all know what this is. Number one, we're on Spotify. Listen to us there amongst other places. But that's the big one. Spotify. Check us out there. Number two, we've got merch at teespring.com slash stores slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. Go check out our shit there. Third... If you haven't already, and if you don't know, uh, the wonderful Wolfslore has started their own Twitch account to dive deep into our throwdowns that exist on the episode. Follow him at at MGP Throwdowns on Twitter. On Twitter. I, for some reason, I thought I was going to say Twitch, so I had to say it twice, just so I wouldn't say Twitch. <laughs> Twitter at MGP Throwdowns. He's been diving into some of our earlier episodes, which is awesome, digging up some of our older battles, which I don't even remember. He's weighing in on them. It's a great great time. Be sure to follow him. I know Wolfslore. I got it wrong. I'm correcting it. Uh, also, Wolfslore has his own Twitch uh, account, too, at Wolfslore. Go check him out there. Also, on Saturday nights, we stream video games at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, our, our, I think we talked a little bit beforehand, but are either of you two gamers, uh, Carla and Mike? Uh, I, play, I play a bit i'll say i haven't played as much i have a four-year-old kid well we have a four-year-old kid uh, i haven't played as much since he's been around at mm-hmm. least i try to play more discreetly because every time i even pick up my switch he's like dada what are you doing like he asked me today he said is this a game for boys or is it a game for grown-ups unless it's a game for grown-ups was- <laughs> out of curiosity what game was it it was uh, zelda the breath of the wild okay but you know what, though? That looks like a game that's perfect for kids. You know, the art style and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. Looks like it's phenomenal, you know? It is. I just can't let him know that. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not for a million years. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when he's older and if he's curious, we also have a, a stream on Saturday nights. Not kid-friendly. Uh, but last Saturday... <laughs> We played one of my favorite games of all time. It's a zombie game called Left 4 Dead 2, and it was a really good time. We played it with uh, Slotty. We played it with Jervis. We played it with Noah. We had a grand old time. Everyone was such a good sport. 
Uh, Jared had bought it for the first time and then just hopped in and played it. Didn't know what was going on. Uh, Noah hadn't played it forever. Slotty's played it just a little bit. So we had a really good time. We played Versus. We were screwing each other over. Uh, it was a real hoot. <laughs> we had a really, really, really good time. So it was it was excellent. So thank you to those guys for hanging out. Thank you for everyone who watched. And more importantly, this Saturday, we're headed back into the dungeon for Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game, starring our very own Justin, as well as Sam, Jared, and Eric. They're going to head back in to adventure number five. We'll see if they can survive and make it all the way through. Now that they're level two, it should be interesting. Leveled up. You guys leveled up. You guys are level two now. So come check us out Saturday, 8 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash podcast. It's going to be a really good time. All right. Housekeeping Absolutely. over. All right. So you guys, we finally, we've made it. All this time, months leading up to this. I think Adam, Drew, and I had this idea back in like, I don't know, April or May. We were just like, well, this year's toast, so how do we create things? So the three of us got together and said, well, let's make a, a quarantine-based web series where we film everything remotely, and we have the actors film on their phones and put you know the cameras around, and we'll direct them through Zoom calls, and it was seemed like a really good idea. It turned out to be almost a year-long endeavor uh, because it was far more complicated, but I feel like very rewarding. It was really fun. Um, so yeah, so the, the, the conceit of this show, it's coming out this Friday. The first episode is, and, uh, Mike and Carla are, are, are first two stars of, uh, episode one. Um, basically, uh, it's three producers who are trying to figure out how to create in quarantine. So they come up with an idea, they pitch the idea. We kind of go into their vision of it and then we see it start to fall off the rails. We come back to the producers and the producers go, Oh, wait, here's why this idea probably won't work. And then we see it gloriously fall apart in front of our eyes. And then the producers try to figure out a way to salvage it. And that's where the humor comes from. So that's kind of the, the overall idea of the show. And uh, yeah, Carla and Mike, how, how was it filming? What did you guys think? And be honest, because. And be honest. I, you, you won't know, offend me. No, you, you, you <laughs> will. And you should. So lay it yes. out there. We'll I try. deserve to be offended. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't actually really know how it was going to work. It was explained to me and it was like almost immediately. I was like, Oh, totally. I get it. And then a second later, I was like, no, you didn't get it. how does it, how is that actually going to work? And then like, once we set it up, it totally made sense. I was like, wow, you guys had to like, think, think it through in so many different like dimensions almost it was it, it was i don't know i had a good time and like i hadn't done anything in so long i was like starved <laughs> to do anything so i don't know i really enjoyed it what was the last thing you did carla yeah um i did some uh, some union extra work for i think something that comes out on friday as well it's about the chicago fire on wttw so oh, cool. you'll see me running maybe the side of my face a little bit <laughs> um and then the back of me Fair all enough. right there you go bam so how long side. has it been how long has it been since you've done anything before this Who, me yeah that well that was when did we film this like two months ago <laughs> I don't know. Like a month? Yeah. everything is a blur yeah. Yours oh, yeah. Was one of the, yeah. Yours was one of the most recent ones that we filmed, but it's also okay. the first one coming out. So it was, it had to be within the last month and a half. I think I it was like say. a month. Maybe just yeah. over a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. 
like I've only done a couple of things and they were they were all things where I just stood there. Mm hmm. Which is amazing. It, I'm so grateful. <laughs> no, you don't get it. This is awesome. Like, happy to do it. So. Even, yeah. even when she filmed. And that was, what, April? May? Yeah. Well, when? even when you filmed the Chicago Fire thing, it was like, what did they tell you? It was like one of six projects going on in the entire country or something. Wow. Like, one of three, like, yeah. union projects. Like, there's just nothing. Because it was almost right away. It was like in April. And then the 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 other thing that I did was in, it was hot out. So like, <laughs> I, don't know what time is. I don't know what time is anymore. I was like, okay. so it must have been like one of the hot months. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you you're an actress. That's like you you are actress entertainer. How do you how do you define? Because in your email signature it says entertainer, and I thought that was really cool because not a lot of people I feel bill themselves as such. Also, just like, don't don't say actress. That's you're not supposed to say that anymore. Don't wave your finger at it. She'll. It's, I get in trouble for it all the time. I, I have call no myself idea. An actor. You okay, darn fucked up, Justin. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have been very angrily, angrily corrected the opposite way too. So I have oh. no idea what to say anymore. I know it's hard. You know, I haven't looked into it enough again to to go either way. But when I was uh, um, in college, we were we were you know going through all like theater history yeah. and how men played women you know in the theater and then that that would be named that you would be an actress and that would make you a less of an actor so oh, not considered okay. an actor so then it's just that's from there so okay. in my email signature i do say uh i think performance performance artist because it's not like i don't just like acting i would say i'm an actor to yeah. cover it all mm -hmm. but like i like I like to sing. I like to dance. Pretend to, uh, that I can dance. Yeah, which and you'll I, see some of that in the episode this Friday too. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll some see of the dancing. Fabulous, yeah. fabulous but technique. You guys are our entertainment family too, because Mike, you do some stuff. What 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 is it exactly that you do? Yeah, well, I uh, I'm a dueling piano player. Um, I mean, I I you know grew up doing theater and acting, but now I go around the country singing and playing piano, performing at weddings and like corporations hire me. Just mostly like you know, singing Lizzo and Lady Gaga all night is basically my full-time job. So. That is an awesome fucking job, first off. <laughs> it is, it really And there is. is a video out there of you singing uh, um, Rap God. Yes, yes. Or, or, sorry, not singing, <laughs> spitting Rap God. Rap God, uh, yeah. Spitting straight fire on that, on that track. Yes. That's a, that, was, that was incredible. How long did it take you... If Doug can find it, he'll post it in the Twitch chat so everyone can check it out. But how long did it take you to learn that? Um, I mean, it, learning it wasn't the hard part. It was just training my mouth to spit the words out that quickly. <laughs> like that was the words are almost easy, you know, because it kind of just flows and you just take a breath, close yeah. your eyes, black out and go for it. And then <laughs> shake out of it a few seconds later and you're done. I mean. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, I saw that. And I was like, OK. Um, that's really cool because not yeah. only to do that, but then also play piano while you're doing it. Pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know how you do it. Yeah, and I also was, was a big was fan really of the uh, Mr. Brightside and all the small things. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's one did. of my that's one of my classic mashups. And we yeah, we did a little music video of that one. So yeah, big fan of Blink 182 over here. I love Mr. Yeah. Brightside. It's a great song. So I was like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's singing my songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I guess in quarantine, being from a performing family like what what has it been like because i mean obviously you talked about 
Carla, you haven't been able to do much because productions have just straight up been shut down. And Mike, I'm assuming a lot of people aren't hiring live acts right now. So like what, how, how has it been for you guys and how have you guys been flexing your creative muscles? It's been rough. It's been rough. Yeah. It's not the creative uh, muscles sometimes. Yeah. Our son probably deals with a lot of it. We just <laughs> frolic around the house singing and skipping and uh, now he sort of does that too. So it's. But he's, yeah. he's at that right age, right? Where like you can, cause Doug, you've got a, a four, almost five year old. Like mm-hmm. it's they're they'll lo- little glob on to that. Like no one's business. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had a fun time last night. We were reading books and I was, uh, what's the book? Uh, I will love you forever. And, yeah. uh, that one's a little sappy <laughs> for me. So like, I was like, you know, the front front cover is like a little boy in the bathroom with the toilet open, like f- going to flush his mom's watch. And I go, uh, Hey, this one's you. And it's, it says, you know, Natalie poops in the toilet. And so I just started making up the story. I started, you know, cause every page is like the mom sings to the sun. There's a song. I go, Natalie poops in the toilet. She started like yelling at me, but it was like playing back and forth. She's like, no, you poop in the toilet. I go, I probably do like multiple times per day, depending on what I eat. Like I just like going along. We had a blast just like doing it today when she got home, I was like, She's singing a song. I'm like, hey, do you remember that other song? She's like, what song? I go, Natalie poops in the toilet. She goes, no, you poop in the toilet. I'm like, all right. I mean, whatever. So, yeah, yeah. we're creative. Yeah. <laughs> she, she turned into a little Jack Nicholson. Just, yeah. you poop in the toilet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I will say, though, there were times when it's like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't know, it was like a like a pretty deep funk there where I'm like, existential crisis, is this really real? Like, yeah. does it even matter? Why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> the world is on fire. Yeah. And this is what I want to do? Like, yeah, I don't I know. Like, I, don't, I felt, I've Doug and I have talked about this extensively on the podcast. Like, it's almost been like a therapy session for us. Like, just the fact that, yeah, you're right, the world just feels like it's falling apart around us. And we're like, this... Does writing something and filming something, does acting in something, does does any of this really make a difference for anything? Like, why, why do it? Why be creative? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's the other side where it's like, here's my day job. Boy, this really doesn't matter. Well, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> at least on the creative side, like I feel like I'm expressing some part of that. But like in the day yeah. job, it's like, ha. Ah, no, I don't care about any of this <laughs> at all. <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to are you guys a fan do you know Glenn Hansard at all the musician mm-hmm. he was uh, he's an Irish musician he was in that movie a couple of years back called Once and they won the uh, Falling Slowly won the Oscar for that year oh yeah 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 I think it I recommend him to anyone who is not familiar please go check him out sure. um, he was uh, he did like an Instagram story talking about how people were asking him like well you've got to just be like writing song after song after song in quarantine he's like really I there's nothing to write about. Like, he's like, I, I'm just sitting here and I really kind of feel like shit right now. So like, I've heard artists talking about how it's just that kind of pressing feeling of like, just not being creative. Yeah. Especially if you, I mean, it's like, it's like a live performance. I mean, that's sort of the the high that you get is going out and having people clap and cheer. And then that's gone. And suddenly it's like, it's very easy. You know, it's like, you see all the time, like comedians, like people get depressed really easily, just kind of backing away from that. It, like being by yourself, it's probably the, you know, the least motivating time that someone, you know, especially a writer could have. It's hard. Yeah. Have you, well, have uh, you been doing any of the, like the live? Cause like the, the thing that really got me in the beginning of this whole thing was all those Instagram live concerts that uh, musicians were doing. Did you guys yeah. like done anything like that? And uh, 
with the piano, the dueling piano company you work on? Yeah, well, not not so much with our company. Well, so it's like our company, which Felix and Fingers, that's the company I work for. We spent pretty much all of quarantine basically talking to venues and like basically trying to like build the business up and do kind of that more back end side and kind of like put the creative stuff on hold. So we've just been like making friends, networking so that after this is done, we you know, it, like it's bigger and better. And, you know, we've, we've been able to survive so far through this. So it's great. Yeah. I personally went on a couple of times um, and just like once I was just like feeling kind of bummed out or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on live and just sing a bunch of Disney songs. And so I just went on for like two hours and all these people were coming on with their kids and just like, you know, be our guest and this song, you know, and I just literally did an all request Disney show. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. And that was on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook live. And you tell them about your. Oh yeah. So um, I also do uh, like, uh, I have my own character performer company Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we do like princesses and superheroes. And awesome. right oh, when the awesome. quarantine started, I was like, okay, well, we're all going to go virtual. So I, I did that, and it was pretty popular at first. Then it died down, and now it's back up again. But um, I did some virtual virtual parties with the, with the kids, and it was really sweet. But it's just not the same. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was cool to do something different and see how many people like were actually like into it. Um, because I started reading books. And some I was reading in Spanish and oh, they're cool. th- like, I got a really great response from people. They're like, please do more of this. And I was like, awesome. I didn't know that was something people wanted, wanted to hear. So that That's was pretty cool. Cool to kind of like discover an underrepresented marketer, like something people are really hungry mm-hmm. for that you just didn't know there was a demand for. Yeah, I think the beautiful thing about the quarantine in a lot of ways, I mean, again, it's a horrible thing that's going on. But, you know, in in times like that, just something as simple as, you know, Josh Gad was reading, you know, having a reading time for people or you see musicians having tiny concerts online. And, you know, honestly, for me, I mean, Justin and I used to do this podcast in the basement of a bar in downtown Chicago. Uh, Terrible. Uh, Elephant and uh, Castle. Elephant and Castle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Love so that place. We would Absolutely. we would just go down there and record, and we would put up his phone from like ten feet away. It was horrible audio quality, terrible visual quality. Barely anyone like gave a crap about us on Twitch. And then once this happened, I was like, well, we got to figure this out. And so this has actually allowed us to do put on a better show on a regular mm-hmm. basis and allowed us to expand into like the video game like once a week. And we've met so many cool people doing this, like Wolf's Lore and uh, a whole slew of other people, Fancy Ramen, like the folks that are in here. And, and honestly, for me, this has been like the best creative outlet because it gives me an opportunity to like go and hang out with folks. And some of the folks in the chat were talking, like Jared said, you know, he says, I'm going to get all soppy, but doing the video game streams definitely helped me through the hardest part of COVID, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. Mary with gaming says I felt closer to my internet friends thanks to quarantine for sure playing games online hanging out via Twitch has helped me immensely so it's you know awesome. it's really cool like to see these you know I think things like Twitch and Facebook Live have given creative people an opportunity to be like you know what let's just hop out there like the idea that you can be like I'm just going to play some songs I'll play some Disney songs we'll just see how it goes people are like yeah let's let's watch this let's see what's going on let's enjoy what this is and in a strange way for me, I felt more connected with people digitally <laughs> than yeah. I have sometimes in, in, in real life, which is weird. Yeah, I will say, like, listening to podcasts just, like, took me took me to another place. Like, and I, I like to listen to, like, true crime because I'm basic. Uh, <laughs> it was, like, every day I had something, like, Monday, okay, crime junkie, Tuesday, what's, you know, like, my favorite murder. <laughs> every day it was, like, some somebody's got something out. 
and I'm like, okay. And then they would just make my day and it's, and it just would like give you that little lift, which was yeah. been super great. That's awesome. Yeah I, love, yeah. I think I've been, I've been, uh, trying to, I think this, the quarantine series has, has helped me kind of get through it. And I've been trying to figure out on the weekends, just like taking my camera out and like trying to figure out, okay, what can I film? Just, just me. Like mm -hmm. if I set the camera up and I like, just film a basic scene of like someone walking around, you know, and really focusing on like, okay, well framing. And so it's actually made me like a, a little more in tune with my, like, it's going to sound really pretentious with my craft. Um, but like, like you really got a, you got a fart out. sound boy, sound boy you can play right there for yourself. Sorry. Hold on. Yeah. My craft. Nope, um, that's not what I meant, but that's cool. Was that not it? No, no, okay. that wasn't a fart, but that's cool. Uh, fuck me slutty. There so, it is. Like framing. Let's go right past it. Um, but no, like really like, like focusing on the fundamentals of what I do. And it's, it's kind of like getting more into the technical aspect I have found actually brings out more creativity in kind of a weird, like a way that you wouldn't assume, you know, yeah. what have I, you, what have you gotten into Doug? <laughs> We've all shared. I just said what, what I do? shared. I got into Twitch, man. I like, I bought lights uh you know i you got see his studio set up he got real fucking serious i mean i have a blue wall i have a blue wall which i turn into like a blue screen so i've got the avengers logo just like blue screen behind me which is awesome like i got a i bought this mixer that i was planning on using i'm like well i'll use it here now like i've i've really kind of gotten into this whole thing i've gotten into the whole twitch realm which has been really cool just exploring what content exists out there and it's been really fun just for me to do that and just taking a chance to write some stuff and Justin give me some creative ideas of like, well, that's kind of wild. So what if we do like, I don't know, a podcast miniseries or something like, and we'll try to sound design some stuff and see if we can get voice actors that want to work with us. So it's, eh, there's been some creative elements to that in that yeah. regard. But uh, for the most part, it's just this being, being able to do something like this has been such a wonderful creative outlet that I was just thinking today, I'm like, uh, you know, if we ever go back to normal, I'm like, I'm still, I don't think I'm ever going to not do this. Like, I think this is the new, the new thing. I'll you never, know? I'll never see Doug again. Doug's just going to be like, that's false. I miss the hell out of you, man. Nothing beat doing this, like right in the same room as you like that's, that definitely sucks, but this is a close second, you know? <laughs> One of the other things that, uh, I thought was, it was a fun idea, but I watched, I watched one episode and uh, it was a fucking train wreck was Second City was doing uh, live shows, live Second City shows. Did you guys yeah. see any of those? I no. didn't. No. I, and I, I mean, I know that some other places are doing that. And it's so sad. They're like, you know, they're they're, go, they're on sale now. They're for sale. Yeah. That's that what I was going to ask. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, OK, so um, how much is that going to be? Like a hundred bajillion million dollars. <laughs> because uh, i i'll buy it with my pockets <laughs> um that's crazy though and like yeah. i always gone yeah so i didn't hear, i didn't hear about second city are they they're selling it it, it, it released yeah. today there was a story that said that uh they're they're for sale right now wow. so well, i think they said the second time in their history that yeah. they're for sale huh. so like i worry about i mean i know they've gone through a lot of a lot of controversy over the last year year and a half or so with yeah. with some of the me too stuff and then some of the diversity issues and then so like they they've kind of hit all the Oops, hit up sorry. against all the things that have come up but uh i uh I, part of me hopes that maybe they can get sold to someone who can kind of like 
Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? Yeah, who can kind of clean house? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but then I also hope I'm like, God, I hope some like fucking, you know, trust fund someone or hedge fund doesn't come in and just do all the super corporate gross realm. Right. I, it could go either way, you know? I know. Yeah. Well, the second city's a brand, so I could see someone just like swooping that up and just being like having yeah. the funds yeah. to be like, it's okay if it doesn't make any money. We'll pay whatever we need to pay for it, but they just want to hang out of that brand so that when things start yeah. upticking, they can start capitalizing yeah. on it. Absolutely. Did you yeah. guys do any time at Second City? I like did. At, at the jail. I went through the conservatory there. Yeah. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. How long uh, ago? Oh my God, when did I graduate? In last the last year? year, she graduated last year. recently. Oh, it's um, awesome. Okay. Probably like nine months, maybe a but year. But then it, it was weird. And it, I was, okay, so you you guys kind of said something like this. It's the, yes, the pandemic is, is a horrible, terrible thing. Um, but some good stuff has come out of it. And for me, it's been like um, like a break. I kind of don't want to admit that I wanted I really, it was, it was so much pressure to be in these shows and audition and all this stuff was just like really kind of like piling on. And it's like, none of them seemed like things you can like go of. Mm -hmm. So it was like this kind of just, you know, put a pause in a lot of things. And that was one of them, like doing improv shows, like just going and, and doing a, um, like at the end of an IO show at 10 o'clock and you do a jam or whatever. And mm -hmm. it, it's like, you would kind of take it for granted. And just recently, maybe even just this month, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much, I mean, uh, how much I miss that right now. Like how much I wish I could just go out and have a, have a hot dog at IO <laughs> and then watch a show and see my friends be do be you know, doing stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's weird like that. And thinking about how it's all like kind of closed up right now is really, really sad. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I looking back, I just feel really lucky that I got to do it. And Likewise. who knows what's going to come in the future. Like I'm, I'm actually super hopeful that something new and better and different is going to come of this. Um, of all of this for performers, like live performers, I guess, at least. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I'm very hopeful. I'm in the same boat where I'm like, well, I'm, I, Justin knows this. Like, I, I kind of like disruptions in sort of these sorts of things because it sort of shakes these old traditions off to the point where we realize we're like, this was dumb. Like, we didn't need to be yeah. doing this sort of situation. <laughs> so I, I'm also hopeful in the sense of like, what will fill IO's place? And if Second City is sold or whatever, like what will come out of the ashes of here yeah. that I think yeah. will be really great. Eventually, it'll probably become corporate and gross. But in the meantime, <laughs> in the short term, what cool thing will take It'll over so cool. and be so cool and so neat and so unique that we can go and enjoy and see what will happen? Or will those things just will it be something that we figure out how to do online? Probably not. But what if, you know, like it kind of like fuels that innovation and 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 I don't know. I, I'm fascinated to see like what what will come out of it. It's it's a shame that you know anything has to close. But you know, again, the long term, I'm like, what what will be born out of the ashes? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think, and we've talked about this earlier in the podcast too, or earlier in the pandemic, is that like the the amount of creativity that this forced upon people. So kind of counter to what we were just talking about, like not feeling creative when this first started, people had to figure out 
well, how do we adapt to this and what do we do? And I think there was a lot of like the reformatting of most of the late night shows. I actually think they're a lot, a lot better now. Like I was always a fan of them, but now I find them really interesting because the hosts are just stripped down and they're like, whatever, let's just fuck around for an hour. Like who knows what's going to happen. And I think that's really refreshing. So I think there's a lot that can, a lot of interesting stuff that can be born out of this. Um, Slotty asks in the chat for the uninitiated, what is the IO? The Improv Opera? No, it was the close. Improv Olympic. It was close, yes. The Improv Olympic. And then they Olympic. got in trouble because the Olympic <laughs> people are all over the internet and the world. Yes. They're like, you cannot say that word. <laughs> right. But they operated as Improv Olympic for forever, right? And yeah. then all of this... yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just, I mean, I, I mean, I certainly in the time that I've been in Chicago, which is just as an adult, it was improv Olympics. And then mm -hmm. at some point, just like recently, I was like, oh, it's only IO now. It's right. Yeah. It's, it's like, like oh, nope, that's oh. that's not what we're called anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, well, Slotty goes, so cities named Olympia, are they banned? <laughs> right. Talk to the Olympics committee. I'm sure they're going after them. <laughs> Seriously, anything yeah. that's like Olympic, you can't do. There was, oh, what was it? I think it was a podcast. It was, I don't know. I think it was something uh, like a fan of the Olympics or something like that. And Interesting. They, was, they used Olympic in their, the name and they had to like, they had to re, they have to rebrand. I think they're actually <laughs> They got it. dinged by the actual Olympic committee. That's insane. Yeah, that they're that... some really, uh, oh. um, I mean, obscure podcasts. And I only know this because right before quarantine, I went to, have you guys uh, heard of um, PodFest? Yes. 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 Were you there? No, there? we were not. Because we you're smart. <laughs> like the day before they shut down the country, yeah. this was happening. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Everyone's like talking like this is the last convention that's going to happen in America because they're. Wow. Shutting it down. You guys got it in just under the wire. Uh-huh. And I and and funnily enough, because that's a word, my last the last thing creative thing that I did before quarantine, like literally that Friday I went home running scared. Uh I had a week-long intensive at IO and it was the most beautiful thing that I've ever done because um I I, I don't know if I should say his name. He was one of the instructors. Can I say his name? Yeah. I don't, know. I don't why not? Yeah. Craig Euler. Craig Euler was oh, my Craig! Oh, I love Craig. And I had him at. I hope she's gonna say good things now. Jeez, ooh, I don't right? care if she doesn't. I love him. Um, I had him as a teacher at Second City, but they like he was like forced to use their curriculum, which I I get it. But then he wasn't sure. able to like give you his like special potato salad. That's what I call your your special something that you bring. Yeah. And I took that intensive. It was like something clicked, and I finally got it. And I'm like, I can improvise from now until forever and not feel like I don't know what the F I'm doing, what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for correcting right, yourself. Please keep it crassy around here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And it was, it was really scary. And then they shut down the world. Yeah. The <laughs> I gotta yeah. say, uh, Craig gave me that same confidence too. Like I had him for my level five at IO and he was all about like teaching you about how to do the games. 
and you know with uh, with uh, the herald and stuff like that and after those eight weeks i feel like i could punch through any wall or do anything because <laughs> i had no fear he'd beaten it out of us he was i never met anyone so serious about improv you come in he'd be like listen yeah. listen you paid to be here if you don't want to try then just get the fuck out like i don't, I don't be here like this is this is your time if you don't want to spend it wisely i don't give a shit get out of here you come and you play and i'm like okay let's play you know i just felt so <laughs> jacked up and ready to go like that guy i was like let's improvise i've got this yeah that guy yeah, is I, magnificent i love the fact that 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 was the thing that that clicked for you and made you understand like oh got it like that's the 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 Lock got unlocked. And you're like, ah, oh, the secrets of the improv universe have been bestowed upon me. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely different approaches, but like, uh, I never understood why people were like, would poo poo Second City so much because they were so like robotic and this is the only way. And I, I see why. Uh, but and it was mostly the only thing that I had been taught. But then. I don't know. It's there's something just about his particular teaching style also also that was that really gelled because he's a spaz and I'm also one of those. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. I mean, watching him perform with uh, Deep Schwa was like, I mean, that group of folks were phenomenal anyway. But yeah, something because I always I had the similar thing like Second City was, was where I started with improv. It seemed very structured and I.O. just seemed like we're having fun up here. We don't care if you break. Like this, it seemed like the heart and soul of improv, like to me, like just where people were just going, they were swinging for the fences and uh, just, it was crazy stuff like was happening and the creative creativity was there. And I just, I felt really good, like just going and learning from all that sort of stuff. And, and guys like Craig, you know, really help unlock that potential oh. of like, let's squash your fear. Sorry. It's all I've good. Just, I've never, it's all good. The kid needs attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I unfortunately never got to train at the IO and I, I always regret cause Doug and I went through level a through E together. And, uh, as soon as it, we got done with that, Doug did conservatory and IO at the same time. And I'm like, I just can't, it's a lot of fucking money. I can't front that. And <laughs> I always wish that I had done IO because everybody like Carla and Doug, everyone that I've ever heard speak about is just like, that was that was the place where you learned improv and i'm like i wasted my money in second city <laughs> i always wish i could have done that did you ever take improv classes no i mean i've done it you know i've dabbled in, and I, I certainly do my share of it during my shows you know it's all comedy and kind of interaction but no i've never mm -hmm. studied you know at any of the places here yeah you were born in the world of improv I was. I'm just born. I'm just good at being an asshole to people. So it's me too. It's like a, it's, like it's just that, a natural skill, you know. You're good at improv, then that's it. Right. Yeah, that's what it is, you know. If there's one thing I'm good at at improv, it's pimping people out because I'm like, hey, what's that thing you got? Oh, you have sore legs. We're gonna do squats in this scene. Here we go. Like I'm just the worst at that sort of stuff because I think it's funny. The other person probably does. doesn't. Doug does a real, he loves pimping people out. I have mm -hmm. been pimped out by Doug before and it is, it is, it's yeah. a thing. It's, it's happen. the best. I absolutely love doing it. It's my favorite thing you in could, the world. You and Carla could team up and do a, cause you could be like musical director and she could do the, the one woman uh, improv show. Yeah. And and I have, cause Carla's in a sketch group uh, called So Sketch and they've done, you know, some, oh. some script written, you know, and improv stuff and, and yeah. IO and some other things. And so I, I'll, I'll music direct some of their stuff, you know. Oh, just, that's awesome. Because, you know, I, I've never, again, been trained in it, but I do just, like, fucking around behind a piano. Just like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like, yeah. 
and it did one it was like a christmas and i just spent the whole time like thinking of creepy ways to like play christmas music you know like everything's like in a minor key or just you know it's like that that's fun yeah. i love it you've so you've got like you've got the uh the intuition to do it like you've mm-hmm. you've got the feeling you could easily do it yeah yeah and uh, yeah it's a lot of fun it's just yeah it's like at this point i, I have plenty of stuff that i'm doing that i don't feel like i want to go take a class at second city and then maybe i never can maybe i'll change my mind next week and it'll be too late did he does he did it tell you how he thinks he's he's so um so quick-witted and smart that he'd be too good no i never said i'd be too class. good for an improv class no you know what with I, your skill set yeah you would be <laughs> i told him i'm just naturally an asshole so i think that's where a lot of my my improv skills come from craig would shut you down <laughs> The what? worst part would be is like, if they're like, all right, you don't have any improv experience. You got to start at, at level one. I'd be like, I think you're overqualified for this, sir. I think you are <laughs> just like, I think you got the basics. We can move you past that first level. We're going to walk you right through this door to level five. Yes. Yeah. There you go. The elevator to level five, please. There we go. That'll work. Oh, man. <laughs> Do not stop moving on up. Um, so speaking of, you know, things for sale and things closing, have you all heard about all these? Thank That's you. our transition sound. Yes. Have you heard about all of these movie theaters that are shutting the hell down? Yeah. Yep. So do you think it's kind of like a, a marketing thing? Like you can't Kim. That was my best Eric Cartman. I was like, voice. Carmen, I was going to say, I love that. That's a yeah. great, that's a great, like, you know, tra- tactic, right? Like, yeah, you can't come really in letting here. two people in a day to come watch. Right. Well, so they're, they're trying to create their own supply and demand is what you're right. saying. Yeah, AMC like that. tried that when they were battling Universal, you know, for like yeah. all that sort of stuff. And now AMC's like, we will pay you cash if you, we will give you stock <laughs> if you pay us cash. Just please. Right. We need the right. money. Please don't Take leave it. us. But it's, I honestly, it, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I just don't even remember any movies that were about to come out. <laughs> like, what would we even go see? I know. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure there were loads that were going to, but yeah. It's, I, like, like, it's just announcement, like push after push after push, just announcements of things up oh, 2021, maybe 2022. Right. Yeah, we're, Batman we're got see. pushed to 2022. So, yeah, yeah I'm very bummed oh. about that. I'm like, oh, I like the teaser. Um, um, and then, you know, like, I've also I've gotten like addicted to just like like I don't have any desire to go see a movie now because like literally I have nope. like I have more streaming platforms than I've ever had before. I'm yeah. so accustomed to the comfort of my living room that like you know I I don't know I don't think movie theaters are going to be whatever you know I don't think they're ever going to be maybe what they were. And like shows are such high production quality now that it's like I might as well be watching like a. 20 hour movie and it's the best like yeah. right exactly exactly no, you're, because you're you can live right. with those characters you can live in that story for an extended period of time right. and i every time i used to go to the theater and i would like get like ripping drunk and like <laughs> take my shoes off, they, they would always yell at me so i can do that in my house and <laughs> I, no one gives a shit and that no is, one calls I've, the cops it's i've I grown mean... accustomed to this <laughs> um yeah i think i agree like there's Going to the movies was very sacred to me, um, but it is at this point. I'm like, ah, uh, no, like I have no desire to go to the theater. Uh, I have no desire, like other things, like I don't know. Uh, was gonna go to Disney World in February for my daughter's fifth birthday. Ah, uh, yeah, no interest in going back there right now. Um, I was like, all my love for for going there just was like, 
I was like, well, Maybe I guess. Maybe you could just have a princess wave to her from the window. Yeah. There we go. You know who that princess will be? It'll be me. I'll go out there and I'll be like, hey, I'm Belle. Read a book. Oh, is that what she says? I don't know. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I have I have no interest in going. Like, there's definitely movies I would like to see, but I'm like, ah, just release them, release them. I'll rent them. Oh, no. Like at this point, I'll do that. I'd be more comfortable doing that. Yeah. And even more recently, yeah, just to with like the, the quality of like what's available online and streaming. Even before all this, like I would go to the movie theater see like, you know, Avengers Endgame, like some crazy oh, yeah. big action special effects. But like not even like a drama, a comedy. Like that's just as good in my living room, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, like the special effects. It's like almost going to an amusement park. It's like going to the movie theater. It's like fun more than actually like thrilling entertainment, you know? And so, you don't have to hold your farts in. No. I mean, not that Thank I you. Would, would anyways, but. Likewise. Likewise. I paid yeah. $17 yeah. for that ticket. Right. Come on. I'm, I'm throwing farts, farts into the seat. Yep, exactly. Yes. Real I like that. Doug and I have become the singularity. We have now merged. Where you guys? My sister and I have a have a podcast called Potty Mouth Poopcast, and we talk about dr- drilling farts into the seat. I've never heard that term. Oh, Potty yeah. Mouth Poopcast. Hold on, let me subscribe. Yep. Potty mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, also, everyone listening right now, go subscribe to Potty Mouth Poopcast. <laughs> everyone, yeah. Do you va- you vamp? I'm looking for Potty Mouth Poopcast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On all the streaming platforms, it's, it's gonna be great. It's painful. <laughs> Give, give us a little synopsis about what, what Potty Mouth Poopcast is is all about. Well, as my sister and I host it, um, so we have great rapport. And um, we talk about poo and all things taboo. So um, not, oh not a lot of episodes yet, but I mean, we're, we were recording 26. You're in season this two. Morning. I mean, come on. They've survived. We have. <laughs> we literally, we were, we were working on the beginning of season season three because we did what i don't know like 12 ish episodes less maybe each time but anyway we both got in this super weird uh quarantine funk and we're like i don't i don't want to do any first it was my sister and i'm like come on let's go i gotta do something i've got time and she's like no i can't i won't i don't want to right now i'm like okay fine i'll be supportive and then she was like, okay, let's go. I can do it now. And I'm like, no, I'm in a funk. <laughs> but so now we're back. Never, never lined up. Yeah. But that's, yeah. Uh, you, you, I don't think uh, as new guests to this podcast, you don't understand what bell you just rung in Doug's head. Like he is, allow me if I can to play one of my favorite Doug uh, clips. Okay. I just poop ejaculated my moist missile. I just poop ejaculated my moist missile. Yes, he loves poop. Okay, we'll get to the butt in a second. <laughs> All from Doug. I mean, I, and I pulled those quotes, so I mean, I have only myself to blame. So that's a thing. That is amazing. I cannot believe that. I'm, I'm loving the titles of some of these, like "Public Restroom Etiquette," a very angry episode. Um, yeah. Knock, listen, open, idiots. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, where's another good one? Yeah, the t- <laughs> the science of poop, toddler through teen. I'm uh, yeah. They get the- scientific in there, you they know. Do. It's like they do research. I love oh, wow. research. If love everything gonna, about this. Look, if you're gonna do uh, poop based content. You've got to do your research on it. You can't yeah. go in there half assing it, right? 
I mean, Justin and I did an episode about, Where's you know. Where's your cheering you be, button? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Justin and I had a whole episode about, like, you know, bathroom etiquette and things like that, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. it's it's something that, like, I think we can all, listen, everybody poops, so we can all relate to this. So, yeah. It's true. It's the See, truth. You get very passionate about it because people got passionate about that topic. Of course. Everybody has their oh, different. Yeah ideas about what is correct and what is not so like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna throw something out there for you i just as a as a as a test as a litmus test here so mike uh there's five stalls in a uh, public bathroom okay sorry five urinals in a public bathroom uh man one walks in which one does he go to uh far left or right probably there we go okay so he's over here uh man two walks in which one does he go to opposite side there you go. And how about the third guy? It's right in the middle. There you go. See, it's not that hard. It's called okay? social to distancing. All the, to all, <laughs> we've been doing it for years. All right. I mean, you you even use the little kids one if there's somebody at another yes. one. Like you don't yes, you don't really? go to the one over just because it's big. It doesn't I'll, matter. I'll piss in the stall. I will yeah, not yeah, yeah. pee next to the, yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I find it. interesting is when guys won't pee in like the little kid urinal. I'm like, guys, you just have to aim down. Like people are like, ah, I don't want to. I'm like, it's just aim down, man. Like, it's not that hard. Like, Doug is 6'1. He uses it. <laughs> I'm 6'3, but thank you. Thing. Spit all over myself. I didn't want to over. <laughs> Doug's getting. Do you see how excited he's getting? I was like, <laughs> like, yes. You know what Doug just did? I just poop ejaculated my moist missile. Yeah. I walked right into that one. I did that to myself. <laughs> Not only did I pull the quote, but then I just, you know, set myself up. That's what you call slam dunk right there. Um, yeah, uh, there was, I can't remember what you were doing in, in another episode, but like, uh, were you like throwing, you were like throwing toilet paper at, at your buddy's like feet or something? Cause he was in the stall next to you. And this was so long ago when we were actually yes. at, at offices, yeah. but you know, right in the office. Yeah. I was trying oh. to, uh, if, <laughs> if we were pooping in the same time, I would throw shit under the, the urinal. Cause he wouldn't, or the, the stall, he didn't know I was next to him. I figured out. It was him somehow, and I was throwing shit. And well, you gotta be so mysterious like, got, about how you knew it was him. His shoes. Uh, no, I've heard him. I've heard him grunt before. Um, <laughs> I recognized his scent. I was like, "Wait, mm, that's a hag fart." Yep, I got it. Um, yeah, I would throw shit under there, or if I knew it was him, I would text him. And uh, something. I was like, "Ooh," I said, "It sounds like you're stopped up, buddy." And so then I would just hear <laughs> silence, and then I would just hear. Oh fuck you! You're ruining this. You're just <laughs> at me. I love fucking with people in the bathroom as long as you're not next to the next to them at the urinal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it's very it's eyes forward. Crossing a line. You, you read the porcelain. I, I was doing a wedding once, maybe three years ago, and it's always like weird because the bride you always recognize. We never meet them before we get there. Talk to them on the phone, maybe. But like the bride obviously is in a white dress. The groom is always harder to discern who he is because he's just yes. another guy in a suit, you know. So one time I was, I got there early, we're setting up, I go into the bathroom, I'm peeing in the stall. A guy comes and starts peeing next to me and he turns to me and he goes, are you Mike? Oh, hey, it's me, Steve. And he shakes my hand and he's like, sorry, we probably shouldn't be doing this as we're both peeing. And I was nope. like, but the fact that he kind of called attention to the fact that he shouldn't have been doing that, it sort of almost made it less awkward in a way. But yeah, <laughs> I just remember that was the groom that I met while we both like had our hands on our dicks. So, I don't, yeah. You know? <laughs> Like that's like uh, the only <laughs> reason he got a pass was probably because he was the groom. Right, he could do whatever. Uh, yeah, he's probably already a little drunk. He may have been drunk. <laughs> it's true. 
Um, yeah. Uh, we had uh, Drew just jumped on here. Every time he jumps on, Drew's very much not a fan of poop. Uh, but every time he jumps on, somehow he always catches us talking about it. So he thinks no! this podcast is solely about that. Well, it's funny because he hasn't hop on that often, and we don't talk about poop all that often. So no, it's just every time he's like, it's like he's a magnet for poop. It is because yeah. he's avoiding it. You attract what you with something like some yeah. something. Opposites attract. Attract. Hashtag proverb. You know, Paul yeah. Abdul sung about that once. Am I right? You know, hey, said opposite attract. Problem. You know. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's yes. A number yeah. one hit. It was because opposites <laughs> attract. Remember, I'm making up for the last week when I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Who sang it? <laughs> Uh, Mike has a big problem with poop too. Oh, really? And like, well, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm obviously I'm talking about it here, but yes, I, I for one, am not. I'm not inclined to. The poop joke is not my go-to form of comedy. I will say. <laughs> That's fair. It's Doug's. I mean, I wouldn't say it's my go-to, but and it's it funny. Carlos, for sure. And it's it, it, yeah. it's funny. I mean, you know, like I don't know. I'm going to put this to the people listening. Do you agree with Doug where he said it's not his go-to? I don't think it's my or go-to. <laughs> What's that? I don't think it's my go-to, but it's funny. I got a couple other clips here that I it's can. It's strong. It's a strong. It's a strong choice. It's what a... else? What else do you have? It's a. It's a. Doug, you have my endorsement. Yes. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> I enjoy a moderate level of poop talk. I'll say that. Yeah. All right. right? I, I'm not gonna get nuts with poop. <laughs> Please tell me someone's clipping this yeah. right now. Yes. Give away. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just, I mean, give you an example. The other day, like, my dog hops up on the couch. I'm talking to Jill, my wife, like, about stuff. My dog just leans forward and is like, and I was like, <laughs> so it goes, was that the cat? And I go, that cat's not here. And she goes, what was that? I go, it wasn't the couch. I think it was the dog. <laughs> I was like, how can you not laugh at that? You know, that's funny. That's you know, funny. You, my uncle, have you ever, has your dog ever farted and, and scared itself? No, that hasn't happened yet. But my dog has done that once and it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> I just it was like, like kind of like half passed out, didn't like looked up and like looked behind, like, where was that? <laughs> I was just totally freaked out. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, the Slotty right? says, I don't know that it's poop per se, but Doug goes blue in a hurry. You're fucking right. I do. All right. Yes. That's, it's almost like definitely... Doug's worried. He's not going to get there quick enough. So yeah. he, he double times it. <laughs> There's something to me that's really funny about really things like swearing can be really funny at the at, at, at the right times you overdo it you know whatever but the right swear at the right time the right grossness at the right time the shock value to me is always highly entertaining so yeah. you know there you know a well, little bit more right. about I agree. me it's the same it's the same with the poop jokes that's why yeah. like an aptly placed poop joke can be the funniest fucking thing you've ever said you know mm -hmm. but then when it's like you know, I don't know if it's like an hour of just poop jokes. Then you know, I don't know. It's it true. Loses its appeal. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. You know, regular. You know what I mean? It's. Mm -hmm. It seems like Carla disagrees with that. Yes, she absolutely would. She, <laughs> and I'm certainly, uh, certainly a dig at her podcast, which is an hour of poop jokes. So. We don't have an hour. Of I poop know. Jokes. I'm just kidding. You know. All I know is that every morning I get up at 6 a.m. to walk my dog while she poops. So I know I'll be listening to that first thing in the morning. So I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Uh yes, Wolf's lore. Uh, the Boondock Saints. He said has that one scene where they use the fuck word a lot. The fuck word. They use the word <laughs> fuck a lot, and uh, it is. It's. I think that might be the best use of the word fuck in cinema. Personally, yeah, it may be. Yeah. I may agree. <laughs> I, may I may agree. So indecisive. I, I love it. 
Hmm. I might. Yeah, indecisive but aggressive in his indecisiveness. Yeah. Like, yeah. I may agree. I don't know. I, I might. Know. That defines me <laughs> maybe more perfectly than anyone has yep. ever described me in my life. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, aggressively indecisive. I like that. I'm putting <laughs> so that on my LinkedIn aggressive. profile. <laughs> Because that'll get you jobs. Tell me about yourself. I'm aggressively indecisive. I think I'm okay. Do you want to work here? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. I love that. Um, speaking of movies, have you guys seen the trailer for Ryan Reynolds' new movie called Free Guy? Yeah, yes. of course. Uh, very curious to know, because we had a very long talk about this off mic, Doug and I did. Very curious to hear what your guys' thoughts are on this. Did Justin sound condescending at all when he just like told you that? Was his tone a little aggressive? You know? Very. I mean, here's the thing. It could mean that one of us was into it, one of us wasn't. Could be. It could yeah. mean that both of us didn't like it. Yeah. Could mean that both. You don't know. You don't know where I'm going with it. Mm -hmm. I know. You both could have just geeked out the whole right. Yeah. Long discussion. It's Ryan Reynolds. What's not? Uh, well, well, agreed. It's Ryan Reynolds. The people that the yeah. Deadpool people made it, which is like mm -hmm. you know already. And I'm. I mean, I'm always about like games that kind of bring like the video game reality like that. That's like an, usually an interesting concept to me because I feel like it hasn't really been overdone yet. Um, so I don't know. I mean, just based on that, I think it looks really funny. And Ryan Reynolds is great. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Ryan Reynolds in any way you want to package him. Um, for personal Someone clicked that. But, <laughs> but also, I was like, this is this is basically like Ready Player One and Truman Show, like smashed together. But it, I would watch it. Like, I want to go watch it because he's hilarious and pretty. I well, yes, I I'm gonna agree. Vehemently like with both of those statements. Buckets of people that I haven't seen really in a lot of stuff, and that is always good—a good thing for me to see. Yeah, I like it when it's not just like a bunch of the same people. Um, so yeah, that was that was kind of my two cents. Yeah, and anything that involves like dying and then like you blink and you wake up in your bed, like you know, home Groundhog's Day, like all that, yeah. like that's that's super appealing to me, just because just as a as a construct on, in film, I just think it's kind of fun <laughs> to imagine that. Yeah, no, I love that. I think my my hesitation is just I don't know how they're going to ground this. Like, because I feel like most of like even like Deadpool had a sense of being like real worldish. So mm -hmm. I, I I guess the I get I'm hung up on too much of a logistical standpoint because I'm like I don't understand how the physics of this work. Like, mm -hmm. how is this one NPC right? Uh, like aware, and then how is he going to somehow extend his game? Like. Is he That's the code? point of the movie, man. They say it in the truth. It's like this NPC is being the good guy. <laughs> True. We're just gonna have to watch it. They do say it. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, this I'm typically a hundred percent on board with Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds movies. I think this is the first one that I'm like fifty. I'm on the fence, and I don't know why. It worries me because I'm always all in with Reynolds. Yeah, mm. I did. I did want to see more of kind of the outside world, like how that. I mean, kind of just how they're reacting to it. And I think, I imagine there's probably a lot more of that in the movie, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's course. got two of my favorite people in the world. It's got Taika Waititi and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, very yeah. happy with both of those people. Well, I didn't realize he was in it until I had watched the trailer because I've been, you know, I've been hearing about the movie for a while, but yeah, he's yeah. so funny. Slotty goes, so wait, oh, go Green Lantern, you were all in on? 
<laughs> no, I said I was. Wait, me? Yeah, I mean, you guys said I'm all in on Ryan Reynolds. So, you like, did say all right. Were you all in on Green Lantern? I was all in on the proposal. <laughs> oh, okay. Sandra Bullock so and Ryan Reynolds. Maybe I was too. Cause... That wasn't bad. The proposal I liked. It's got Betty White. Come on. <laughs> Jervis goes, it's not set in the real world, Justin. Sorry. Uh, can... uh, fuck me, slutty. Can you say that louder? <laughs> uh, fuck me, slutty. Anyway. Yeah. That's the Australian... Uh, that... Mm-hmm. That's the Australian. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there's an accent. Mm, but let's yeah. see. Let's, let's listen again. No, you wouldn't hear one. Wait. Uh, uh, fuck me, slutty. Yeah, I can't really hear it there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Got it. Doug, what was your, what was your uh, assessment on that? Itoi also you says this is basically, you know, real world uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Doug is trying to <laughs> yeah. avoid this question. I'm just so trying hard. to do credence to the people that are fans. I don't. I don't think it looks good. <laughs> you don't. Not I, don't think, I don't think it looks good. I. I like. I, I like the overall uh, concept of it, but I just feel like the execution is going to be um, lacking. And just I don't know. It seems like there's a, a lot going on, and um, it. It seems like the people who are maybe like, hey. You know what people are like? They like video games. They like these MMOs. These like all oh, these massively multiplayer games. What if we did a movie about that? And it seems like almost like a a very uh, formulaic like let's build out around that like uh, Big Bang Theory. You know, it's like hey nerds like stuff. Uh, let's right. let's uh, <laughs> let's make some nerd references. Let the, check it out. He's in the game. Uh, he's an NPC. Uh, he puts on the glasses. He sees the health, and he can get it. And then he's got guns. And uh, oh my gosh, feel some pandering going on. I do. I mean, it's not to say that it's not a bad idea, but I just look at it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It it, it seems it seems very cliche to me. And not to say that it won't be a good movie, but it's like you know. He's really a good guy. He's a nobody, but now he's a good guy in the digital world. And I'm like, I don't know. The second, the first teaser was okay. I was like, all right, cool, I guess. And this one, it's like they gave almost too much information at that point yeah. about the movie. Where I'm like, cool, I kind of know how this is gonna go. Probably, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna so become a real boy by, by referring to it as a real life Wreck-It Ralph. I'm yeah. now obsessed with this movie, so thank you. Which, by the way, I love Wreck-It Ralph. Not the second one, but the first one. I oh, love I like that one. I like the second one, too. I, but I'm a big Disney nerd, and they had all the Disney So characters. am I. I'm a Disney nerd. <laughs> like, I got married in Disney. Like, it's it's my jam. It's my place. Um, yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Um, but, like, I like Wreck-It Ralph 1. The Wreck-It Ralph 2, I was just like, who's the antagonist here? Who's the bad guy? It's, it's Ralph? Like, what's going Ralph. on? Ralph was. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Talk about an arc, well, they- Doug. <laughs> King Candy in the second one. Right? Well, King Candy was the first one. Yeah. King Candy. King Candy was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the internet. Yeah, um, King Candy. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then they go find. They find the. Yeah, they the go to the internet thing. and they find. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they have to find the steering wheel. At murder. What a what a terrible slaughter. premise! All right, so here's what happens: a piece of their hardware breaks, and they have to go <laughs> yeah. a bid on it on eBay, but they don't have real life money. So then they have they to go to the YouTube they equivalent. It's a game to who could pick the highest number. Yeah. 30,000. Yeah. 30, it was, I don't know. I, I watched that one just being like, huh, this one doesn't seem to have all the, because uh, also question, question. All right. So we get the idea. They're at the arcade, right? First of all, what's Sonic doing at the arcade? There's no arcade game that involves Sonic. That's nonsense. Oh, I disagree. Really? That's horseshit. He doesn't exist in any arcade game. 
Hold on. <laughs> get to it, you Justin. Say that very confidently. Because I, yeah, I've never seen it either. Yeah. I just feel like they could get the rights to Sonic cheaper than maybe some other characters. Yeah, probably. Like, right. We'll throw him in there. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog Arcade Edition. Okay, wouldn't that come out? Doesn't matter. Anyway, so this also leads you to believe that there's other arcade games out there, right? In other places. So are there other versions of Ralph and all these other people that they could technically connect to at some point in time, right? Or maybe they're just like, it's like different realities. Like a multiverse. It is. It's yeah. a multiverse. You have a, a Ralph that that's like, movie. that's my movie. There's your movie. The Wreck It Ralph Wreck multiverse. Ralph multiverse. And or what's the Doctor uh, Doctor Strange one? Oh, the uh, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Of madness. There it is. Wreck It Ralph in the Multiverse of Madness. That's uh, that. That would actually watch all that. That would be kind of cool. You see a uh, a Ralph that's just like a true villain, like just absolutely hates yeah. everything. Missing an eye. He's got an eye patch. You know, like just right. from stuff that he's seen. Smoking. Yeah. He's yeah, like, like oh. taking the like the Rick and Morty playbook and yes, like, Rick and Ralph in there. Yes, <laughs> so Dan Harmon needs Ralph. Yes. Dan Harmon needs to write to write Wreck It Ralph three. Yeah. Right, basically. All right, we need to get this trending. Okay, so everyone hop on Twitter and uh, <laughs> what do we what do we uh, hashtag Dan Harmon Wreck It Ralph? All right, there you go. Make it happen. He's gonna see wake up and go. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, so I need to sit down and write the movie. Sly said, Sly said, this is becoming a regular segment. Doug angrily describes a movie he didn't like. Have you been around the other 266 episodes, pal? Like, that's always who I am. I angrily yeah. have opinions about things that I didn't like. Hank consistently Rick. ribs Doug about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have thoughts and opinions about it. Um, I will. Here's the thing. Last thing I'll say about this free guy. I will 100% watch this movie. All right, I watched Six Underground, and if I can sit through, I will watch anything Ryan Reynolds is in. I'll give it a chance. So I'm going to be watching this movie for sure. When, when it's it available on streaming, I'll probably check it out out of curiosity. Because Oh, I'm not going to go to the movies. No. No, you're going to you're gonna pirate it? Yeah. Doug, <laughs> pirate it. You're goddamn right I'm going to pirate it. Arr, matey! <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on pirating? Yeah. Just yay or nay? Um, I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, I've done it. I feel <laughs> bad about it. Yeah. Is All right. We fathers that have brought home movies, gifts, gifts, if you will, to the to the children. Um, oh yeah, my dad's a pilot and flies to China all the time. He'd come back with like this movie hasn't even come out yet. Check <laughs> and That's and amazing. my dad likes to shop at the um what are the, oh, the like Mexican the, flea markets? Yeah. Yeah. So like. You know, before it was, you can't go, he would just, like, buy this stuff, and it's all, like, pirated uh, movies and stuff. And uh, But it's, like, it's funny, because I would watch them, like, cops would come by and just kind of walk down, and they had their movies all on their tables, and but, you know, you think that they're just on display, right? But they're, they're on top of these huge blankets that they then just like wrap up as soon as the cops come and they throw them in the van and they're out of there. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so cool to see. We'll um, man, lockdown. I'm going to get someone in trouble, aren't I? But uh, no. anyway. You yeah, never said where it was. That's the important thing. <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, but like, I don't know. It's 
it's not a good thing. <laughs> I was like, as so, a creative person, like, as a creative person, it. right? I, to some extent, you're like, hey, don't steal my shit, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't steal my shit. Steal like Brad Pitt's shit. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> right. you know. He has a prettier face than me. <laughs> <laughs> steal yeah. Mulan. $30. Right. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal that shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> steal that. Yeah. <laughs> That's There's, amazing. Yeah. There's one thing that I, I never feel bad about pirating ever. Mm. doesn't matter how many times I do it or, or, uh, ooh, who's joining. What in the world? What just happened? Carla Uh-oh, just joined again. We... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see a penis. No, no. no it says you no, just joined you. somehow. <laughs> yeah. Is it's... it really? Yeah. My phone's downstairs. Oh my gosh. What's happening? That's hilarious. <laughs> Hold Perhaps on. our son has like found her phone and is like, he's like, what's he this? Just, just see live stream. Four year old uh, walking around. Don't worry. Problem solved. There we go. Doug just oh, nixed God, just her. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. This is live, baby. You're ready, toy. This is 100% live. Jervis says in Australia, we don't call it piracy. We call it not waiting six months after it came out worldwide to watch it legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, too. You guys are like Germans. You have words for everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is thing that that sucks. Like in other places of the world, right? They have to wait until it's it goes through America and then it goes yeah. to all these other places. So like I've I totally get why it happens in those areas. Because like yeah, I'm not gonna wait six months when it's already out there. I'm like I I want to see it now. Which is why I was really curious about Tenet, whether or not Americans yeah. were gonna be cool with that, but no one really cared. About Tenet, unfortunately. It really just fucking fell right in its face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really unfortunate. Right as, yeah. Which you were, are you guys uh, aware that Hocus Pocus was number two at the box office? I saw that. Isn't that. I, I'm not under, not quite sure how that even works. And what was. And then, uh, and then Star Wars, like Star Wars Episode Five was like number six. Like, yeah. I was like, what what bizarre world are we living in? Right. Like, guys, oh, we've it's got to be drive ins, right? It's got to be drive in theaters that are playing that shit. Maybe. I mean, I will say I we've been so. we've gone to the drive-in probably five times over quarantine. Like, there's all these pop-up drive-ins coming nice. up. And, you know, we went and saw, you know, the, the show like Finding Nemo, like nothing first run or anything. But, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like, that's been more fun than probably going to the movie theater anyways, you know? Yeah. I've great. only been to the drive-in, I think, twice I'm in my life. I'm going to go see Pocus. That's what we were literally just talking oh, about. That's amazing. Perfect, yeah? yeah, we're saying it's, it's number two at the box office. Like, yeah. it's crazy. That's that as it should be. <laughs> I've seen that movie one time and one time only. And when everyone's been going bonkers about it in my adult life, I'm like, I I mean, I saw it, but I my mean. sister used to love that movie so fucking much. And we would every Halloween, she'd watch it on repeat. You know, how kids. Oh, well, you guys know kids watch it on repeat all the time. So when she was like in like her six to like eight year old phase that movie, I can't watch it. I, I have like, I get twitchy when I think about it. Children. I don't know what that means. <laughs> all I know. All, all I know is that I was strangely attracted to Sarah Jessica Parker in that movie when I watched it. There's I nothing was like, strange about that. I was like, I like no. this person. Her boobs like, were pushed up like she turned me chin. on. Yeah, yeah, I was like, ah. <laughs> those those directors of that kids movie knew what they were doing. <laughs> Yeah, but like I was saying, there's one thing that I'm always cool with pirating. Doesn't matter where it's from or what it is, Uh, and that one thing is. Welcome to the 
Oh, that's right. It's time for the throwdown. Ooh, I always forget Tex. Ah. Tex's voice is still on that, which is amazing. Yes. We used to just have the theme song, but a couple episodes back, we had uh, a wonderful gentleman named Mr. Tex, and he has this just beautiful voice that makes Sam Elliott cry. Yes. And uh, and he was nice enough to uh, to do the throwdown uh, little little bit in there for us. So nice. wonderful. So today's throwdown um, based off of the uh, free guy free guy trailer coming out. We thought it'd be fun to throw Ryan Reynolds into a throwdown. And the only person that we thought that could possibly match up to Ryan Reynolds. Basically, it's an American treasure throwdown. It's hold on. It's Ryan Reynolds versus Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, unfortunately, one of these gentlemen is not exiting. Ah. Hard job to figure out. Which national treasure do you murder? Yes, essentially, so Ant-Man versus Deadpool, Etoy says. (laughs) Well, I mean, if we go down that route, uh, Deadpool's going to win, but still, you know. I don't know about that. Ant-Man could shrink down and do the whole, uh, you know. Get to the button a second. We'll be there. (laughs) Do the whole thing where he goes in their button and it expands and kills him. Now, the tensile strength of Thanos' rectal tissue, obviously, scientifically, was proven that Ant-Man could not break it. However, Deadpool... (laughs) I would beg to differ. Uh, okay. Someone actually did a scientifically based <laughs> mm, okay. YouTube video about that. Because that was the whole thing for a while. It's like, <laughs> yeah. how come Ant-Man just didn't go in Thanos' butt and then expand and kill him? It's like, well, his yep. butt, his sphincter is too strong. Right. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Doug, set us up with a, a scenario. All right. Uh, before we do that, Dill Moment says, let's all just remember that Ryan Reynolds was buried alive. That just seems very, mean. Very true. <laughs> all right. So, and Paul uh, Rudd is immortal. <laughs> Um, so they're both in LA that seems like a good place for them to be they're on the beach I'm into it you know okay Um, and they're both just shirts off obviously (laughs) Um, and they're walking on the beach and just people are exactly they're flocking to both of them and they're just like oh my gosh national treasure Paul Rudd oh my gosh national treasure uh, Ryan Reynolds and they're just like sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they bump into each other and they bump heads. And like it, one of them gets a bloody nose because I think one's taller than the other. I don't know. Like probably something like that. And the other one goes like, dude, what'd you do? That's my nose. And like they try to be kind and everyone's around him. But like basically their hype people around him are like, fight. How dare you? You, you, you bumped his nose. And like, no, fuck you. You should have been watching where he's going. And like the insanity of it like sort of feeds into, they, they feed off the energy and they decide like they have to fight for their fans. And so... They square off. How was that for a setup? That's great. I approve. <laughs> I'm like very drawn into the scenario. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've done my job. Um, so, okay. So I think that, uh, I think, I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like Ryan Reynolds is taller. I think he's got the height on Rudd. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think so. You think so? Okay. So that would then say that he's got the wingspan too. So I feel like Reynolds comes out swinging and I think he lands the first blow. And I think it sends, I think it sends Rudd reeling. I don't think, uh, I don't think for long though, because I feel like Paul Rudd, I feel like Paul Rudd is uh, less of a pretty boy. I feel like Rudd's got a little bit of a scrapper to him. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. So he's got like an, 
like Ooh, in, points against a, him. I forget about that. Right. Like he's got this like nice streak that he just can't fully suppress, you know? Slotty says, does Ryan, does Ryan Reynolds own a candy store in New York? Because Paul Rudd does. <laughs> really? Did, do you, are you giving us some factoids? Like some actual? I don't know. He <laughs> okay. says he's never seen Paul Rudd's reflection. So he's obviously a vampire. I mean, I don't know. These are things, you know, that's true. Yes. Dull moments <laughs> thinks that both of them would just wink and sarcastic each other to death. That's envisioned. Like, that's exactly why I envisioned like a series of sarcastic humor, wit mixed with like some sexy punches that don't actually result in bruising. Uh, a lot of it's going to be the people all around just constantly. Oh, you know, it's like they go back. They have their like posse They're behind like them of their super fans tumbling around the, in the in the wet sand, so it's sticking to their skin and it's exfoliating at the same time so it's actually making it nice and shinier Ooh. are we writing erotic fan fiction currently is that what this is maybe you didn't explain this game right <laughs> <laughs> Would Justin, the theme song help that, again? <laughs> guys write this down clip this because uh <laughs> actually that doesn't help that no makes that makes really, yeah that makes it i'm oof, it's getting hot in yeah. here again yeah. uh <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely think there's going to be this is gonna, this battle would have the ultimate trash talk yeah. with it. Like the two of them would be I don't think anyone would want them to actually start the fight. Everyone would just want them to kind of dance around each other and just keep slinging insults. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is you see like really that Paul Rudd is actually a demon in disguise. And by challenging him in that way to the point where he has to basically unleash the darkness inside of him, he consumes all the souls around him and then he runs away. So including his, including his fans. Of course, yes. It's one of those okay. things like yeah. he lets the demon out and then the demon, because the demon's like, you can stay immortal, but at a cost. Don't let me out. If you let me out, I got to feed. Think, I'll say this. I think uh, I, I do have to give it to Reynolds only because he's a little younger than Rudd. And... Uh, I think he's based off of what he's done for like Blade Trinity and uh, Deadpool and stuff. Sure, Paul Rudd is in shape, but like Ryan Reynolds isn't like fuck you shape. Yeah, yeah he is. I'm you know? trying to avoid that point. He's in really, yeah, he's in fuck you shape. Don't yeah. you think Ryan Reynolds? It's just all like glamour shape, though. I mean, I don't know, Paul Rudd. Like, but you need the stamina to do all of the things that he needed. He needs to do I for guess. all this, like. But that's that's just like getting that's just like getting toned stamina. This isn't like fight to the death stamina, you know. So you're thinking I just, this is glory muscles. Well, also, I just think Ryan Reynolds has been a pretty boy movie star since like longer than I can remember. Like like an you know start like Van Wilder, like you know like really yeah. a long time ago. And Paul Rudd, you know, he was kind of always the the sidekick, you know, and just became a leading man, you know, in the last six years ish, maybe I would think. It goes for the knees. I, I just think Ryan Reynolds has been probably just groomed to know how beautiful he is and just isn't, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't think he could really do much in a fight. And I think Paul Rudd probably g got into a few scrapes, you know, you know, hanging out and, you know, not, not making it just yet. I don't that's know. a, that's a fair point. That's a very fair point. Yes. And I feel like Reynolds would almost out of the two of them. I feel like Reynolds talks more. So he would probably get a little caught up in what it was saying. And then boom, 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 here comes Rudd. 
coming in low because he's a little shorter. Yeah. Them body shots. You right. Know? Like, he, like yeah. I feel like Rudd is punches would... him in the diaphragm, and then he can't. Right. Reynolds can't breathe. Yeah, I think Rudd will fight dirtier too. Just now we're he, getting he, to he, it. He, now you're getting it. I he love wouldn't this. care so much about also how he looked as he was fighting. You know, like Ryan Reynolds right. is still going to be, I think, more. I, I I think probably a bit more vain and wants to have the appearances of being a beautiful person. You know, when Rudd, I think probably wouldn't care as much because he's also you know he's like funny in a weird way that he would like dress up in like a fat suit. And I don't know, I don't know that Ryan Reynolds is that kind of comedy. He literally did that. He did he that, did that in that movie. Christmas movie. Which one? <laughs> Which one? With the best friends one. Yeah, I think it was like, called Best Friends. Yeah. <laughs> He was like the big fat guy, and then he went and he got hot, and he came back, and he's like, "Will yes. she like me now that I'm oh, hot?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which brings me to my next point: What if, like, just the words no. of just friends? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's on Netflix right now. If anyone wants to watch it, <laughs> yeah. No wonder you know exactly what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the hordes of women that are obsessed with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and want his babies. They'll come at Rudd. Well, that's my other thought too. Is mm. I think the fans would back. I think Reynolds would have a, a larger All contingent. Of, yeah, of, like the posse would be bigger and, of the younger demographic, and they'd be crazy. Uh, also, Paul Rudd's fans are. I mean, what? Mo- like not cool moms. Okay, a couple of interesting things. Oh. One, Slotty says, "Who would hold? Who would the crowd side with?" Which I think is great that you got there. He says he thinks Paul Rudd would get the crowd on his side and lead them to victory. Wolf's Lore, who is in charge of the Mind Gap Throwdown, you know, uh, uh, Twitter account, um, said, did some quick research. Ryan Reynolds holds belts in Shotokan Karate and Hapkido. He also has training uh, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. But Itoy brought up a good point. He said, yeah, but Rudd is immortal. We're forgetting this. (laughs) He's immortal. I think that kind of ends things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My heart says. Paul Rudd, but my brains tell me Ryan Reynolds. I like, didn't I, realize I, I, I want Paul Rudd to win, right? Yeah, but, but like Wolf's Lore had to come in with some like facts and shit, and really throw a wrench in this whole thing. No, because <laughs> like I mean, I even imagine like even like Deadpool before he was Deadpool, you know, back in like Wolverine Origins or whatever. Like you know, he had some pretty severe martial arts looking moves in there too. I mean, yeah. like he was doing, I, I believe. So I. I believe that he's trained like that, not hearing it, which doesn't bode well for Mr. Rudd. Yeah. Sorry, one last thing from the chat here. Etoy goes my, to, to Doug, Et, my mind is telling me Rudd, but my body, my body is telling me Reynolds. <laughs> That's true. Yep. That's uh, what I'm feeling over here. <laughs> I'm allowed to feel things. I feel my feelings, okay? <laughs> oh, my mind is telling me Rudd, but goddamn, my body's telling me Reynolds. All um, all right, so Ryan I got Reynolds. Gotta, gotta make a decision. Which way are we leaning? I'm going Ryan Reynolds. Unfortunately, I have to go Ryan Reynolds. You've been turned. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, Carla, where are you? I mean, majority's going to rule in this one. I'm going Rudd. I've got one last thing to say about that, though. Please. Since Rudd is immortal, Ryan Reynolds can beat the shit out of him for as long as he wants. Rudd's still going to be alive. All right. I guess I, I think Rudd is uh, ages, perhaps, you know, like a vampire and, and does not. But I, I believe that he could be murdered in, you know, a way that someone with the skills that Reynolds seems to have. I mean, I, I think I'd switch sides based on that information. Yeah. So I, th- I think Reynolds. Rudd is a... Be- yeah, yeah. I think Reynolds. I go. 
You think? Well, you think? Well, you're going to say you think Rudd's a beast, but no, I I I, pref- I wish I want Rudd to win, but I think Reynolds will win. Right. I based off of the fact that he's got training, and I don't know, like maybe Wolfslur does Paul Rudd have training? Can anyone verify this? Because if if we can't verify that, then I feel like we've got to say. I think that's true. I think those yeah. are facts. Here's yeah. the thing. Either way, we all lose. We do. Right? Severely. Either oh, way, yeah. we all lose. They, they. I wish they would just hug it out and then go get ice cream and we could just watch that. There's a, there's a quick twist on this. Don't think too hard. Same scenario, except you have to choose. The world is going to end, but you have to sacrifice one of them to save the world. Who do you sacrifice? Oh, fuck. Go. Uh, I think Rudd's I best think- work is behind him. Yeah. I think, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think Reynolds, we, we still have we still haven't seen what he can do. So he needs to star in Rick It Ralph, the you know, right. multiverse. Wreck it Rick. <laughs> Really? I said in the twit yeah. in the uh, chat there, yeah. I guess, yeah. I gotta. Ah, oh, fuck. This tears my heart and apart. But I gotta say, uh, Rudd needs to be sacrificed. No, nah, I gotta <laughs> yeah. say, Reynolds. See you, buddy. It's been a pleasure. But Paul Rudd, your years are just beginning, pal. I want to see what else you can do. I want to <laughs> see more Mac and Me clips. Want, you don't want the MCU to get. Uh, you don't want the MCU to get uh, shook up. That's why. That's why you're choosing Rudd. They've he's, lost a lot this year. He's the most charming character in that show. Unexpectedly charming is Ant-Man. He was phenomenal. Wait, Jared just said Reynolds signed a huge MCU deal. I mean, I know that Disney now owns Fox, which owns Deadpool. I, I've heard that rumors the- that the next Deadpool is moving on without its original cr- characters. So apparently Feige is getting interested in this. So. Allegedly. Is moving on without the original characters? I mean, I'm sorry, like, the original creators. Excuse me. Oh, like, I was like, how? No. Yeah. They're moving Absolutely on without not. Reynolds. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and just like that, Marvel was dead to me. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Guys, thank you so, so much for coming <sighs> on today. This, this was amazing. This was a delight. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, now is the t- now in the time in the episode where we dance. No, now is the time where we plug. So, what do you guys want to plug? What do either plug yourselves and or tell people uh, what what they should be reading, watching, consuming, doing? Oh man! Yeah, um, I can go first. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, just yeah, like I said, check check out uh, my dueling pianos company, Felix and Fingers. Uh, you know, for sure. If nothing else, just to watch, you can find videos of me online doing all sorts of things from uh, like, yeah, rap guy, like we said, to Mr. Brightside, to Hakuna Matata, you know, just all other stuff up there of me just doing weird stuff I, I don't even know that I'm doing. So Felix and Fingers, check it out. Um, I also I also write children's music. Uh, I only have a couple songs recorded, but you can look me up online, Michael Teichel. That's T-Y-K-L-E, Michael Teichel. That's my children's song persona um and not michael tickle no it's not michael tickle <laughs> total totally different character let's not talk about him yeah <laughs> no some girl on facebook messaged me like hey it kind of sounds like michael tickle and people are gonna think you're a pedophile after i like branded and spent all this time it was i was like it was not it was not necessary okay michael tickle clearly is what it is all right so just tell him it was because his mom used to call him michael tickle motorcycle yeah, but he didn't want to do the whole name i love that there we go great. um that. And then I, well, I, I mostly am a creative person, but I am uh, just uh, from the business side of what we do. 
I listened to this excellent audiobook uh, the last couple of weeks. It's called Fanatical Prospecting. And if you are in business or trying to, you know, grow yourself or, you know, trying to learn how to sell yourself more, I highly recommend listening to this book, uh, Fanatical Prospecting. So I, I usually don't recommend kind of books like that, but I thought it was great. So I'll, I'll just drop that here. Very Love cool. It. How about you, Carla? Uh, I want to say that um, uh, me- mental health awareness, there's no shame in getting some help if you need it. Um, there's a lot of great um, online ways to get therapy. Better help, I think, is one of them that it's called. They'll match you up with someone you can talk to if things are a little too much, uh, which is totally understandable. So I would want to plug that. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. A couple of shows that I really like. Um, maybe not a surprise. Pen15 is fucking amazing. But also um grace and frankie it's okay another two women but they're in their freaking 70s 80s and you don't see a lot of that yeah. but it's so fucking funny i've laughed out loud and it feels so good to laugh out loud like a genuine lol yeah it, so many times on that show so it's like go freaking jane fonda she's had a messed up <laughs> life so i would check those out they have they have my stamp of approval I will definitely be checking out Grace and Frankie for sure. Yeah, I've heard a lot of really good things about that, and uh, I'm a fan of one more season, and then okay, yeah. Jill watches on the regular. She's a big fan, so oh, sweet, sweet, yeah, yeah, and uh, and also of course Potty Mouth Poop Cast. Oh yeah, (laughs) and of course Carlos uh, Princess. This I don't know if people will be able to see. (laughs) Oh yeah, but my mug Princess Pop Up Uh, is the name of her company. So if you want to book Elsa to do a live or virtual event, or these are all parodies. I've been known to dress up as Spider-Man on occasion. <laughs> so, you know, you never know who you're going to get. But That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And it's not always it. me. I have y- a younger, younger faces doing <laughs> some princesses. We are in our early 20s. <clears throat> I didn't laugh at that. That's Good right. for you. Good for you. Damn right. <laughs> um, and on just social media is where can people find you? Uh, if you want uh, to for what oh uh potty mouth poopcast let's see well for potty mouth poopcast we're on instagram um what is it potty mouth underscore podcast i think and then facebook it's a potty mouth poopcast beautiful uh let's see what else for princess pop-up it's actually at princess pop-up america for instagram and facebook awesome Beautiful. Uh, I am going to uh, recommend um, shamelessly the quarantine files coming out this Friday. Uh, Ten nine. I really can't wait um, to see them all. Yeah. So, and they're going to be released every Friday, uh, starting this coming Friday, and then moving forward. And uh, we'll have the the stars of the episodes on the podcast. But uh, this is something that uh, Adam, Drew, and I have been working on for a long time uh, this year, many many months. So. Um, check it out this Friday. It will drop on, uh, I think, Two East 8th's YouTube channel. Um, just be on the lookout on all the social channels. We'll have links to it, egregious amounts of links to it. So you'll you'll see it. Um, Doug, what do you got? Uh, for a uh, gentle reminder, uh, this Saturday, uh, that is October the 10th, uh, check out the Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game. 
Revisited. Uh, it's 8 p.m. Central Time. Twitch.tv slash MindGapPodcast. Come hang out. Watch the hilarity unfold as Justin and all the crew play some Dungeons and Dragons. Also, highly recommend the show The Boys on Amazon. Uh, final season episode is this Friday, and I can't wait. The show is amazing. It's amazing what they've done translating that from the comics to their own show it's phenomenal i love the show a little too real at times a little too <laughs> poignant but it's great i really enjoy it so go check that out Woo! so much stuff going on uh also just don't forget everyone uh follow us on all our social medias at mind gap podcast oh geez podcast got a spit in my mouth tonight at mind gap podcast uh, it's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and check out our YouTube channel. We post highlights from our shows and our Twitch streams there. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. And uh, also, don't forget to find Justin online as well. That's true. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the all-man realm, check us out on... Spotify! On uh, Apple Podcast, on Google Podcast. Uh, Stitcher, all the wonderful podcasting services, wherever you can find and consume the old podcast. Uh, share us, rate us, review us, uh, subscribe, all those things. The biggest one is sharing. Uh, copy the link, share it out to your social network, and let everyone know that, hey, these guys are funny sometimes, and they have really <laughs> cool guests like Mike and Carla. Um, and then uh, 2east8th.com slash mindgap. And then just keep an eye on, again, all 2east8th's social presences. Uh, because we got the quarantine files coming out this Friday and every Friday after that. And then um, Sid Penrose is uh, actually, I think we're going to be getting the final mix down of audio color correction is done. Mm. And we have one more clip of VFX to do. And then we're wrapped up on that baby. So that should be coming out uh, again before the end of the year, staying true to my promise. You're a good man. Full of promises. Yes. Carla and Mike, <laughs> thank you so much for spending time with us. This has been wonderful. Yes, for having us. Thank, you. Was thank great. you, guys. Yes, and Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. And the OG listeners, as always, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.